Hi, honey. My name is Travis. I'm a psychic medium, and this is Psychic Happy Hour, a podcast designed to help you along your spiritual journey while having a few laughs along the way. Join me and some of my special guests as we dive into various topics around life and what lies beyond. I'm so excited that you're here. Let's go ahead and get started with this week's episode. Oh my gosh, you guys, welcome back to Psychic Happy Hour. I am so excited to be back after a, gosh, I think it was like a seven-month break. So thank you for hanging around. If you're new to the show, thank you for exploring and discovering. I'm so grateful to be in the space that I'm in and to continue making episodes and sharing not only my journey, but sharing some of the amazing practitioners that I love and adore. This episode is going to be a solo episode. It's just me talking about a topic that was chosen through my Instagram stories. And the topic is healing. And I couldn't think of a better topic to come back with because for the past couple of months, I've been taking time to do deeper healing work. And I'm so excited to talk not only a little bit about what I've been up to, but also how to do some of this work. Because I think we we talk about healing and we talk about, you know, the big T word, trauma. We talk about wounding. And there really isn't like a clear place to start. And I know for me, I was kind of lost in figuring out where to start when I started my healing journey a couple of years back. And so I hope that this episode, if you are on your journey and you're looking for some motivation or if you're looking to start and you're like, help, I just need some ideas of where to start, then I hope that you get what you need from this episode. Before we dive in, I want to say I'm not a licensed medical professional or mental health care professional. And while I do a lot of deep studying and research and I love helping people so, so much, if you feel like you need a licensed medical professional, this episode is not meant to substitute for the work that a licensed medical professional can provide. So please just keep that in mind as you are listening. And um, during this episode, we're going to talk about some ways that you can seek that assistance. So what is healing? What is working through deep emotional pain and, and the big T word, trauma and wounding? And the best kind of description I have right now, and I give myself grace that this will change, but where I'm at right now in understanding healing, I understand healing to be a continual journey. I don't believe that once we work through something that we're just miraculously healed. But I also don't believe that being on a healing journey implies that we're broken. I think sometimes we hear, I need to heal, and there's a subconscious belief that something within us is broken. And I think that we are all perfectly wonderful, expansive beings. 
And sometimes along our journey, we pick up some woundings from things that happen. And so healing is sitting with that wounding and understanding how to care for it, understanding how to love ourselves through it, understanding that that working through that wounding only helps us in our expansion. But sometimes that wounding, it can leave us feeling kind of kind of stuck. It can leave us feeling like, you know, we've lost direction or we know that there's something going on, something that we need to work through, but we don't know where to start or we don't even know what it is. And so we have this wounding and then we end up in these cycles and we end up in these patterns and we end up just feeling so lost. And when I tell you, I was there, like I was so there, um, my journey. I mean, I always say like, you know, I've been on a healing journey. We're all kind of always on a healing journey since we, you know, pick up our first wound. But my awareness that the wounding had gotten out of control and was running my life was somewhere around, uh, somewhere around, you know, 2020 when a lot of people, um, you know, were coming to this kind of understanding when we were all at home And we have this understanding like, oh, goodness, I've got some really deep things happening here. And so I had been in therapy prior to this understanding, but I just felt like I just kind of needed to go. And I didn't really know why I was there, to be quite honest. I just it just felt right. And so the real deep stuff for me started back in, in, in 2020. And it has been ongoing ever since. And and so where for me, like I said, when, when I, I just had this awareness that something needed to shift, I didn't know what it was. I didn't even know where to start. Like I blindly just went to therapy, which thankfully I have an amazing therapist. Uh, Michael, if you're listening, you are a godsend, but you know, I think sometimes people don't really, don't really think like, okay, therapy might need to be my first shot, right? Or therapy isn't accessible, and so what do we do when we've got that awareness that that there's something deeper to sit with and it's kind of scary and we don't want to sit with it, but we know that there's something there, right? And this would look like, for me, it looked like being really snippy or when something would go wrong, I would immediately like freak out and panic. Or if, if I was having a bad day, I would immediately reach for alcohol. And I'm not knocking drinking. Me, I made the personal choice back in 2020 to give up alcohol because for me, it was only causing havoc and chaos in my life. And it wasn't bringing anything of joy to me. And so so for me, I, I started getting rid of alcohol and eliminating certain things out of my diet. And, you know, and that's all fine and good. But it wasn't until I learned how to acknowledge just what I was feeling. So the very first step kind of on our emotional journey is acknowledging where we're at. When we're on this emotional healing journey, we've got to know where we're starting from. And knowing where you are can give you so much power. And I think, at least for me, it was really hard to admit that I was feeling lonely. I was feeling angry. I was feeling shame and self-judgment. 
And I think that those can be really big, scary things for people to sit with. But what I can tell you for sure is that if you can just sit and say, hey, I'm experiencing blank. I'm experiencing loneliness. I'm experiencing judgment. I'm experiencing shame. That can give us so much power and so much direction on where we need to go. Because here's the thing. I'm going to be honest with you. And this is why I love my therapist so much. Uh, (laughs) This whole episode is just going to be about my therapist. This is why I have been able to take this journey to places where I've wanted to take it. Because here's the thing. Yes, we have to know the root cause of why we feel the way that we feel or why we have certain reactions or why we have circles, certain cycles. We do not have to dwell there. We don't. I think that's like a story that we tell ourselves that we start to self-identify with the trauma or we start to self-identify as somebody who just has to struggle or we self-identify as a victim and all of these things are happening to us. And I have to tell you, one of my favorite, favorite analogies for this is from one of my most favorite spiritual teachers, Esther Hicks. And if you don't know who Esther Hicks is, just look her up. Abraham Hicks, amazing work. And and what they say in their teachings is, is that when you open up your navigation app on your phone, whether it's Google Maps, Waze, whatever it is, and you open it up, the, the app does not ask you where you've been. The app asks you, where are you right now? And where do you want to go? Because here's the thing. What I've learned in my own journey is that you can try to get to the bottom of the trauma, the wounding. There is no bottom. Like, it keeps going. <laughs> and you will drown. Um, but but in all seriousness, there is no bottom. And if something from your past is continuing to trigger you or upset you, it's not your past. It's very much your present. So knowing exactly where you are and where do you want to go or how do you want to feel. And that's okay if it's general. It's okay if you don't quite understand the emotion. Having some idea is better than just walking around blind in harmful cycles and self-soothing. I promise you, so much better. So much better. So, So the first step, acknowledging where you're at or acknowledging your emotions. The next piece of this, and probably one of the most critical and where a lot of people tend to allow shame or judgment to keep them in hiding and not seeking support. We've got to ask for help. This can be with a licensed professional such as a therapist. This can be a trusted friend or family member. This can be with your favorite psychic medium. I'm just saying psychics and mediums, we can do a lot of great work with you. We will refer you probably to other places if there's work that's out of our control, but I can promise you if you lean more so into spirituality and spiritual help, there's a lot of value that can come from a session. And I know this from my own experience in having sessions, even a support group or community. When we feel alone, And when we're feeling shame 
from our wounding, it will keep us silent and we have to reach out for help. Here's the thing, and this is one of the biggest things I've learned in my journey so far that I really want to share. In my journey, I have learned there are so many things that I have to do for myself because it's no one else's job to help me heal but mine. However, I also don't have to do that in isolation. I can reach out for help. And I'm a I'm a Virgo son. I am so like independent. It's not even funny. Like I grew up listening to independent women, Miss Independent, like all of these pop songs and this culture of I'm fine and I don't need anybody else. I got to tell you, I need help. I need support. I need connection. I need community. Took a long time to get there and be able to say those words out loud without like choking. But I promise you, it's worth reaching out. So second step, seek support. Third step on a healing journey. And this is one of my favorites. It's practicing self-care. Self-care is not just bubble baths and chocolate, although I love those things. And let me tell you something. I will treat myself to something from Amazon in three seconds. Don't even try me. But real self-care is holding space for yourself and your emotions, allowing yourself to be where you are. Do not force yourself into feeling positive about something that you don't feel positive about. Do not... Put yourself in situations that you just don't feel like you want to be in, right? Like if your normal soothing cycle of something bad is happening to you or something that's uncomfortable is happening or you're feeling uncomfortable, if your normal cycle is go out, get drunk, whatever it is, order a bunch of binge food and listen, I can binge with the best of them, honey. But if that's your normal cycle and something in you is saying, hey, you know what? Tonight I want to sit at home. I want to I want to I want to sit with these emotions. Honor that. Please honor that. I cannot stress the importance of self-care on an emotional healing journey because if you can establish different habits, it's all just habits that we're establishing. We're rewiring certain neural pathways in our brain that have us that have us reaching towards certain behaviors and all we have to do is just reprogram it. That's it. And if we can lean into activities that bring us joy and things that are fun and get in, you know, proper exercise and you don't have to be a gym buff, like go for a walk, 10 to 15 minutes, move your body if you can. Eating a healthy diet, putting yummy food in our body, getting plenty of water. I got to tell you, water will shift your whole perspective (laughs) if you've been dehydrated. It's a miracle, right? Like growing up, I used to think that like the adult beverages were coffee and alcohol. Now I've realized it's just water. Um, So that's been fun. Practicing that self-care. The next piece is learning coping skills. I am such an emotional being. When I tell you I feel the highest highs and the lowest lows and Prior to diving into healing work, my wounding would so often dictate my behavior. I would act out of wounding. I would lash out at people. I would be like, well, I feel this way, so I can act this way. And that's not it. That's really not it because that's not not kind to you. It's not kind to the people around you. So for me, 
It's getting in daily habits that help me regulate my emotions. Our emotions are so valuable because they are the GPS telling us where we're at in relation to where we want to go. But our emotions don't have to run the show. So for me, it's meditating every day. It's journaling. It's practicing gratitude. It's if I'm feeling a certain way, having a loving conversation with someone about how I'm feeling and not using blame or shame, but not even on other people, on myself. Healing, when you're in the process of working through healing and wounding, it is so easy to beat up on yourself. It is so easy to start pointing fingers and pointing blame and pointing, you know, shame and and just dumping all of this unnecessary crap that, and most of it's just not even true or necessary. So coping skills are huge. The big one, number the fifth kind of step, addressing the root cause. This can be long term. This is not an overnight fix. None of this is an overnight fix. But this is what we would call doing the work, quote unquote. It's showing up to therapy. It's sitting with the big heavy emotions. It's understanding where our trauma comes from or our wounding comes from, understanding why it pops up, understanding how it's affecting us. Because here's the thing. I said this earlier. If it happened in your past, but it is still affecting you today, it is not the past. It's still very much your present. And that's a tough pill to swallow. We don't have to dive into the past and dissect everything that happened. We don't have to shoulder blame for what happened. We don't have to blame other people for what happened. But we do have to sit with those big emotions. And usually those big emotions are anger, fear, rage, shame. And if we can be really brave and sit with those emotions and honor them for what they are and the lessons they have in our life, we can let them go we oftentimes avoid sitting with these bigger feelings, but sitting with them is the way to release them. It's the only way to release them, at least that I know of. And what I've discovered so far and talking to other people and working with other spiritual practitioners, the only way out is through, I forget who said that quote. I think it was Ralph Waldo Emerson. I could totally be botching that because I gotta be honest, my memory, not so good. But What I can tell you is, is that sitting with those deeper emotions, so important. And that's addressing the root cause. And it's okay to be angry. It's okay to feel shame. I was listening to a Jay Shetty podcast, and one of the guests on the show was talking about proper child brain development. And one of the things needed for proper child uh, brain development, there were three things. One was feeling emotional safety. One was having play, genuine just play, excitement, play, allowing our, our, ourselves to just play and enjoy. But the third thing was experiencing a wide range of emotion and feeling safe doing so. And I was raised, and this is no fault to anyone, it just is what it is, 
when I was growing up, I remember being told, don't cry. If I was upset, I'd be told, don't cry. Told to suck it up. And that's just what my parents were taught. They didn't have all of this beautiful information that we have now about what causes wounding, about what kids need, like actually need for proper brain development and for neural neurological pathway development. And so we kind of have to reparent ourselves as adults and teach us these things again. But the great thing is, is that if we can learn these things and lean into these practices, we can do so much healing work and go so far and release so much. And these cycles that that we hang on to or stay in because of this old wounding, we can move out of them and we can do it quickly. It doesn't mean that it's a breeze or a walk in the park, but it does mean that we can change our lives. The final thing, the sixth thing is be patient. Be patient. This is a process. And like I said, healing might be a lifetime path. I gotta be honest. (laughs) But it doesn't mean you're broken. Doesn't mean that you're broken. And it doesn't mean that, that there's anything wrong with you. It just means that this is a process and we're going to heal layers of certain things that come up. Not everything, some things, especially some of the deeper wounding, deeper wounding around fear, self-concept, self-esteem, self-worth. We might be healing those things, but here's what's so great. Every time we heal a layer, we get a deeper understanding and a deeper appreciation. And I got to tell you, I appreciate myself so much more now than I did six months ago, a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. It has just continued to deepen. And I know that there will be moments that come up that require my attention to sit, be still, and do the deeper work. But I also know that knowing what I know now, I have such a full toolbox to do that. And so these are some of my favorite favorite things for myself that I've applied in my own life. And these are also things that I've picked up along the way from other friends and practitioners as well as my amazing therapist. So wherever you are on your journey, whether you are wondering how to get started or if you've been on this journey for a while, I am sending you so much love because it's not easy, but it's so worth it to do the work and to heal because we are expansive beings and we have these amazing lives ahead of us that that we deserve to feel the fullness of and the excitement of and, and create because manifestation is such a big topic. And if you want your manifestations to be the fullness of what they can be, healing can only help bring those into your life faster. Thank you so much for listening today. I love you so much. I'm incredibly proud of you. And again, if you feel like you need the assistance of a licensed medical professional, please find one in your area. I promise you there are so many resources available now and I'm sending you so much love along your journey. 
Take care, and we'll see you on the next episode.